Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silence. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Your hosts for this program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see the church come into its fullness and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as their Messiah, Savior of the world, and the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And if you have been with us the past few weeks, we have been sharing about the appointed times of the Lord from Leviticus 23, specifically three of the feasts of the Lord, Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and the Feast of First Fruits. All of these appointed times are prophetic. Passover, as you well know, speaks of the deliverance of Israel from their bondage in Egypt, which really is a picture of our deliverance from sin, as the blood of Jesus has cleansed us from sin. Regarding the the Feast of Unleavened Bread, we know that Jesus is the unleavened bread of life that came down from heaven, and first fruits is the foreshadowing of the resurrection of Jesus as well as our bodily resurrection. In fact, Junie, in 1 Corinthians 15, Jesus is called the first fruits. So we see the dramatic connection between the appointed times of the Lord and the fulfillment in the New Testament. But something was different on the day of first fruits, which is the day of Jesus' resurrection. We need to remember that his disciples were laboring with him for three or three and a half years. They had face-to-face contact with him, and they did not know what to expect now. The word tells us that Jesus appeared to them over a period of 40 days, speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So we see the big change was going to be this, that he was no longer going to be with him, be with them, I should say, except for the 40 days he spent on earth speaking about the things of the kingdom of God. They had his physical presence. His physical body was on earth, but he was preparing them for the fact that he was going to ascend to the Father. There were two disciples walking on the road to Emmaus on, let's say it was the early afternoon of the resurrection, and Jesus approached them. They did not recognize him, and they were so forlorn and disappointed that Jesus was dead. So he started a conversation with him. And we'd like to pick it up in uh, Luke 24, beginning at verse 27. And beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in the scriptures. Junie, it's amazing having the author of the scriptures speak to them, explaining the scriptures. What more can anybody want? 
At least that's what they probably thought. And what is amazing, they didn't recognize him. And he was explaining the places where he was written, and they didn't understand. And what does that mean for us today? We can read the word. We can have a pastor talk to us. If our hearts aren't open to the Holy Spirit, we might not understand what the scriptures are saying. Really? Because the Holy Spirit, the scripture tells us, is our teacher. Amen. Amen. We're going to be talking about the Spirit teaching the Word. We're going to talk about the Word itself. And we're also going to share about the presence of God. All right, let's pick it up, Junie. Verse 28. As And they approached the village where they were going, and he acted as though he would go further. And they said to him, Stay with us, for it is getting toward evening, and the day is now nearly over. And he went in to stay with them. And it came about that when he had reclined at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed it, and breaking it, he began giving it to them. And here's a dramatic change that was happening to them. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from the sight. Interesting, Junie, over these 40 days, we see that Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene. He appeared to Peter, and all the times he was there, he suddenly left in the New American Standard, as I just read. He vanished from their sight, and this was a kind of, uh, can I say, first fruits of letting the disciples know that he was not going to be on earth very long. And what's amazing here, Shelley, is the Lord himself was speaking to them. The Lord himself was expounding upon the scripture but it wasn't until they broke bread together. That's mm. communion. And remember, you even started the program with talking of the manna from heaven. Right. That Jesus is the bread um, of life. Right. And the Holy Spirit opened up the disciples' eyes and they recognized it was Jesus and then he ascended. He, he was gone. He was gone. He vanished. And then it says in verse 32, And they said to one another, Were not our hearts burning within while he was speaking to us on the road, while he was explaining the scriptures? We're going to be talking this week about how the scriptures have to be the essential thing, the essential ingredient there in our lives because here was Jesus preparing them for his departure and what did he speak to them the word of God interestingly the same evening Junie uh, they Jesus was with the disciples and again they thought he was a ghost when he came in but again uh, the scenario is basically the same they gave him a piece of broiled fish. Where he took you? it and before and ate before them. We're now down in verse forty-four. Thank you. Okay, verse forty-four in Luke twenty-four. And he said to them, "These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled." Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Again, with the two disciples on the road to Emmaus and with the disciples when they were breaking bread together and having a meal, they opened, then he, their eyes were opened and to understand the scriptures. It's the word of God in preparation for his departure. He was instilling in them 
to the need to understand the word of God. So, and maybe they thought at that time, Junie, how are we going to understand it if he's not going to be here? But the question is for all of us today, we don't have the physical presence, the physical presence of Jesus as they did, but we're going to talk about having the presence of God with us, which is a, a quintessential issue in our lives. But we need to understand the scriptures. You know, Jesus, I think you said this to me before the program, June. He didn't show them his pierced hands or the pierce in his, in his side, but he went immediately to the word of God because the word of God is the word of life. And, you know, Shelley, to this day, our Jewish people don't see Jesus in Isaiah 53 or Psalm 22 or the Proverbs or uh, the other Psalms that are written by him or through him because he is the word of God and the prophets who spoke about him. So we need to realize why would we understand on our own the things that are written? We need to be open for the Holy Spirit of God to enlighten our soul as to what the word is saying. And we can't change it to fit or suit what we were taught or if our heart desires after the world or sin or things that oppose the word of God. But if we're wholehearted, if we really want to uh, know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, even Jesus, we need to open up our hearts for the Holy Spirit to teach us the word of God. And we see that in verse 46, 47, 48. Right to the end of the chapter. Yeah, could you read that, Shelley? Okay. It's, it's amazing. Uh, we left it off. At, then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and rise again from the dead the third day, and that repentance for forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning in Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending forth the promise of my Father upon you, but you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Let me just add this as a PS, Juni. What he was referring to, of course, in Hebrew is the Feast of Shavuot, which is the Feast of Pentecost. So again, the link is so strongly there. Okay, verse 50. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came about that while he was blessing them, <coughs> excuse me, he parted from them and they returned to Jerusalem and they were continually in the temple praising God. Again, the fact that we want to emphasize here from these scriptures is this. Jesus could have said anything to them, convinced them that it was him by showing him his the pierce marks. But what did he do? He brought forth a deeper understanding of the word of God. And that speaks to that should speak to all of us today, Junie. We need a deeper understanding of the word, not to us to figure it out through our logic or our common sense. We need the revelation of the word of God through the spirit, the Holy Spirit. And we're going to say, as the scripture said, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. And when we see and understand something in the word, 
that we couldn't see before. We need to see the Lord and worship him and praise him and extol him for what he's done. And it will change us, Shelley. That's right, really. My words, Jesus said, we're going to read the scriptures soon. My words, they are spirit and they are life. So I, I, I mentioned it to June before, but we are not less fortunate because we didn't have the physical presence of Jesus because his presence is with us all the time, which is what we're going to talk about toward the end of the week. So John sixteen thirteen, but when he... The spirit of truth comes. He will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. Again, the spirit of God is linked with the word of God. John fourteen twenty six. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you, June, we need to be so dependent upon the Holy Spirit, even to understand his word. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for your provision when you walk the earth and even now that you're seated at the right hand of the Father. Thy word is truth and the truth sets us free, free to understand your word through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. We pray this for us as well as all of our listeners in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. On behalf of For Zion's Sake, thank you for joining us today. If you would like to contact Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. Until next time, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv and on local now, channel 525.